Blog Talk Radio. Know that someone's loving you 
No matter how you say it, it only matters what you do. Each day, please take the time to tell someone that I love you. Like, it's going to be so many things that you're going to hear, and you're going to be like, man, that was really simple. 
So tonight I'm putting a twist on it because, like I said, if you go to symptometrybooks.com, you will see uh, ADHD, erectile dysfunction, cancer, AIDS, uh, STDs. You, I don't think we've done anything on blindness. We've done things on uh, hearing problems. We've done a couple of shows on eczema, fibroids, a lot of shows on women's health. It, I mean, like, just amazing, right? And we've talked about the diet, the vegetarian diet, the eat right for your blood type diet, uh, just all of that. And we're here. We love when people just come and just bring us questions. We don't feel like you're challenging us. No, 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 no. You're curious. Because you've never heard of it. Because we don't feel there's nothing, there's anything to challenge. How are you going to challenge curing is provable? How can you challenge uh, results? You know, it's just ah, just sit around if you're new. If you've been here for like going on three years now with Symptometry and here at Coach K Radio on Tuesday nights, hey, welcome back, welcome back. I give you a standing ovation. And you know what else. This is a dream come true. Yeah. That we can come back each and every Tuesday with something hot. So tonight, whoo, Dr. Nardi, Maxwell Nardi, Google him, N-A-R-T-E-Y. Uh, we talked this morning, and I was talking to him about a certain issue that I wanted to discuss in symptometry, and we got into the spiritual aspects of it. And tonight, I was like, ding, 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 ding. That's what I want to talk about is Spiritual causes of diseases. And like the title could have been really, really long, but there's a direct connect between your spirituality and diseases. So tonight we're going to talk about your spiritual worth, and we're going to talk about spiritual work and spiritual points. Dr. Nardi and a lot of in a few previous shows talked about gathering spiritual points to help you on this path. You know, so tonight it's going to be like, it's going to be really all-inclusive. And But guess what? You know I can't do it by myself, right? I always have my panel of experts, my scientists, my symptometrists, who have lived the life and who are currently living the life. So without further ado, I want you all to get up on your feet. Put your hands together for my friend and yours. He is the director of the American School of Symptometry. He's my personal symptometrist and my doctor. Nine years he was a vegetarian. Uh, Fourteen years he uh, oriental medicine, uh, acupuncture, body talk, yoga, qigongs, uh, an engineer, a graduate of Norfolk State. He's also an Omega man. Like he's a husband. He's a great son. He's a wonderful friend. He's a confidant. I mean, he's just a just all around big time. Y'all put your hands together for Dr. Charlie Abbott. It's awesome, baby. Dr. Abbott, welcome to the show tonight. How you feeling? Thank you, Coach. I'm feeling great, man. You know, it must be an 11-11 type thing tonight because you went all the way in on that, but I really appreciate it, man. You know, I really appreciate that. Uh, you just reminded me of this journey, and I know there's so much more to do in this process, you know. So, uh, yep, everything is going great tonight. That's good, man. Hey, that's crazy yeah. because I know 
that I have. I'm doing an 11-11 meditation tonight after this call. And just that oh, quick, I got so hype about symptometry, I forgot that it was November the 11th. So, yeah, it, that's going to yeah. be really, really interesting. And that brings up another part about the spirituality and symptometry. Sometimes I say the essence of symptometry stands for spirituality, but this is one of the sciences that totally embraces metaphysics, quantum physics, and spirituality. Like, you don't have a lot of doctors if you go to Moses Cone Hospital or Emory University or John Hopkins who embrace spirituality. You know, what do you think about that? No, you're absolutely right. When you say, uh, uh, you know, how how symptometry touches all all of those areas, you know, as for spirituality, as for science. So it's the total package in the health healthcare arena. And I'm, you know, I'm really grateful because to be able to put this together with spirituality, to see the science and the spirituality so that we can use it and take the guesswork out of it and still discover more and more things about our potential because, you know, symptometry is about, you know, know, taking down walls and, you know, bringing and bringing and showing the, the clarity and the truth in the most simple things. And when you speak about spirituality and diseases that are related to it, you know, that all comes from from my understanding of it's not knowing, being uninformed or ignorant. And as you know, the definition of science is to know. So that's our main goal in Syntometry is to know and, and know exactly what we're doing and and so that we can cure diseases and also enlighten the world. You you took the, well, I was going to use another word, but then when you said enlighten the world, I was going to say, like Beyonce said, let me upgrade you, because Okay, to me, so upgrade you, all right. Yeah, because to a, me, symptometry, yeah, symptometry to me is an upgrade. Like, I've tried mm-hmm. all the diets. I've tried all the systems, like, but I tried them more from like a cult-type following because it was popular or the marketing was good and I heard other people doing it and I was like and they made very compelling arguments. I was moved to to into diet by very compelling arguments or I followed some systems because some healers, quote unquote, or who had doctor in front of their name but they weren't really doctors, they had um like like Hollywood clientele. And I'll be like, well, if, obviously if they treated Michael Jackson or Steven Seagal or Hollywood clientele, then they must be the truth. And come to find out they didn't have the scientific backing that really satisfied me and my, my Virgo rising intellect. So I'm really glad that um, I've been upgraded. Um, I've noticed your growth as well. You... You you turned me on to symptometry, but I remember when we first met, Doctor Abbott was a stone cold vegetarian. He gave me a ride home one day. Everybody, I'm, I don't tell this story often, and he said, uh, he said, man, 
you got a buffet out here in the front yard. I said, a buffet in the front yard? He said, yeah, you got this over here, you got this over here. He started pulling stuff out the ground and chewing on it. He was like, taste this, taste this. And I was like, well, if he's doing it, he's making a, he's making a compelling argument and he he he's the he he's been doing Chinese medicine and I practice qigongs and he practiced chi qigongs and I knew some vegetarians but it was always like prepared in the house he pulling it right up out the ground I was like now this is a real live vegetarian right here and I mean like he had on a suit and tie too just pulling stuff out the ground just putting it in his mouth like huh try this do you remember that day <laughs> yeah I remember that day man. <laughs> I re- I truly remember that day, man. Um, I think you out there also uh, doing pull-ups in the backyard, but I, I definitely remember that day. And yes, we did uh, partake in the in the things that were growing in your yard that that particular day. But uh, <laughs> that goes to show you the growth that we both had and the corrections that were made. Because you know when you when we sit back and think about it, I mean. What what actually ran across that yard that day? Do we know? You know, did somebody, did a dog or a cat or something decide to, you know, um, water that flower or or, or that that grass? So um, now really understanding the science behind things and the microbes and the antigens that can really affect us, uh, we were really doing some guesswork and I was it was the blind leading the blind at that time. <laughs> you did mention something about eyesight tonight, so uh to to make that point, uh it was a time. But you know, again, that's that's where I find most of most of the people that I have conversations with, they are still in, in a place like that. And if they are open to hear the truth, then they can see and accept symptometry for what it's worth and then know that that is the next step to graduation, to moving into the, the you know the world of knowing around cell nourishment as opposed to using what our ancestors used, using what our forefathers used to uh, deal with their diseases and sicknesses, but actually now be, being able to still develop because that's the great thing about centometry. There's still so much more work to do. And when Dr. Nardi says that, you know it's you go, yeah, that he's absolutely right. And when he when he says that, um, it, it really puts a brings a responsibility to all of us and and the people that are in the American School of Symptometry, Dr. Weinick, all the other students, Dr. Patrick, all of these uh individuals that are involved in this process, Coach Kaia, you know, you out here uh, spreading the word, you know, bringing symptometry to the forefront, so uh, we definitely appreciate that, but um, there's so much more to do, and look how far we've come, and then, you know, eating um, <laughs> dandelions and things out of the front yard, man, so, excellent, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yes, that yeah, was a... Dandelion salad, yeah. Okay. Right, we had a dandelion salad. It was some wild onions. It was some wild onions out there. Wild wow, onions, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was some wild onions out there. And, wild uh, strawberries. Some wild strawberries. We was going ham that day. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew it. And I just and and so now watch this. So now hold on. 
When when is the last time that you pulled something straight out the yard? Have you done that lately? No, man. No. <laughs> it's been a minute. I, that might it may not have been it was probably what? A month later that um that I was introduced to some tomfitry, maybe a few weeks later. So I think at your house was the last time I did the did the raw pulling. Which, you know, there are people now who take people on herb walks, you know, food walks, you know, the the food in your backyard because that was the that was the theme or the information that I was given and taught, you know, the on the spirituality of an individual or illness or not illness to cure your disease. Everything that is any disease or problem that you have is right there in your backyard that can cure you. Mm. Yeah, yep. yeah, that was that that was the level. Oh, okay, yeah. If whatever you have is growing in your backyard and it would be what the uh, red clover. You know, you always see red clover and white clover out there, so those are supposed to be the blood purifiers and things like that. But um <laughs> How far we've come. <laughs> hey, I'm glad I'm 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 glad we finally got woke up and I'm glad Dr. Nardi had a science for us because ladies and gentlemen, that's not true. It's not true. That's what you thought. You know, but that's not true. Everything that you need to heal you is not in your backyard. You got some problems back there in your backyards if you keep trying to di- just digest it. And I'm talking about especially wild stuff. Now let me tell you what's in my backyard or what I'm growing next year so we can just be candid about it. If you got turnip greens, mustard greens, collard greens, green peppers, red onions, okra, uh, maybe some zucchini or some squash, some watermelons and some broccoli, then you're good to go. But other than that, you 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 taking a risk, okay? So And please, please, I know one of y'all is going to call in tonight. And you know when you say, well, no more kale and... If you got eggs on a liter cabbage alone and uh, 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 back up off back up off them big potatoes, and people say, "Well, what am I gonna eat?" Oh my God, that's I think I'm gonna do a whole show for people that say, "Well, what am I gonna eat if I can't have that?" Oh, listen, that's your parasites talking, but we're gonna we're gonna get to that tonight. Let's not get too far off. We just having fun tonight, but we're setting y'all up for an excellent show. We're getting ready to bring Dr. Nardi on and talk about the spiritual aspects. Uh, without giving too much of it away, Dr. Abbott, have you seen in your three-plus years of studying with symptometry um, how spirituality can affect your health? Uh, Yes, absolutely, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know we have that formula for health, you know, TR plus N uh, plus ES equals the enzyme surplus, and because spirituality... You know, if you want to go to the good book or the Bible, the first book in the Bible is Genesis. Oh. Okay, so that is the beginning. Okay, Dr. Nardia, though, you know, we know it's a scientific fact that we, the human beings have 75 trillion plus cells, and each cell has 70,000 genes. Mm. So there is the word gene in in Genesis. Together is the root word, okay? And then in the beginning, God created Adam. All right, so there is there is our Adam or Atom. Okay, so 
that is that is where I begin my journey in, in spirituality <laughs> with <laughs> and there's so much more to go. But I would really I would really, really appreciate if we can even I mean there's so much more there. But that's just the beginning and um so definitely I have seen my spiritual growth because I was able to bring the science and the spirituality together because I was you know, in in Chinese medicine it's about, you know, the the void and then the one and then the splitting of the one which turns into the yin and the yang. And then the five elements which is a part of the stardust system. The stardust, so you have wood, fire, earth, metal and water, and each one of those has characteristics, talents, seasons and things like that. So that was my introduction into the cosmology of Asian medicine, which in turn can also be applied to any other form of science. Um, but it, but for me, to be able to incorporate that and see that and now tie centometry and what centometry brought to it, then it just helped me to, to have a, a, a deeper understanding of what, Spirituality, Tao, I Ching, all of those things bring to the table. Ninety-nine attributes. You know, any system that you want, we can apply. That's right. Well, tonight I got some uh, I got some big time rocket fuel questions I want to drop on Doctor Nardi, so we're not going to hesitate no longer, ladies and gentlemen. If you never heard him before, his name is Maxwell. Narte, N-A-R-T-E-Y. In certain parts of the world, they call him Uncle N. In other parts of the world, in the in the martial arts, we call him C. Joe Nardi. He got ten C- black belts. Yeah, <laughs> C. Joe, not C. Fu, but C. Joe, S-I-J-O. If you don't know what that is, go Google it and see how many C. Joes are even in the world. Uh, we call him Professor N. Sometimes Professor N is like Professor X because he just always in like another stratosphere and um but he's also a part-time comedian too he's a full-time husband he's a full-time father he's a full-time researcher he's a full-time food scientist he's a full-time metaphysician he's a full-time quantum quantum physician uh he's a full-time like he's a father to the fatherless even i don't know when he sleeps y'all please put y'all hands together for the founder of Symptometry. This is Dr. Maxwell Narte. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. This is a dream come true. Dr. Narte, welcome to the show this evening. How you feeling? Oh, fine. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you. I'm I'm, I'm feeling good. And uh, I heard just... Um, Abbott's voice over there. Good evening, Dr. Abbott. And I don't know whether Dr. Wanek is in. If she is, fine. Good evening to her. And as usual, the audience, good evening to your great audience. Thank you for inviting me. Doc, yeah, well, I'm going to start with the back end. My last thing, when do you sleep? How can you, like, found symptometry, then be a father, then be a husband, <laughs> then be a researcher, then you a part-time comedian, 
uh, then you, I know you studying astrology on the side. You got all these things going on. Then you traveling. You're a, you're you're a, you're a motivational speaker, um, and then you're a teacher, and you still have your own clients all over the world. When do you get some sleep? Oh no, I don't have any problem falling asleep at all. I don't, I don't sleep. I just collapse, and that's it. And uh, <laughs> uh, so if sometimes I'm, I may, I may, my body may shut down at 6:30 in the evening. Sometimes, but when I hear, when I know that I have a show, I have to be on a show. You know, I, I I rearrange all my priorities during the day so that I have enough time for the show and all that. So I always, I'm a very 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 flexible person. So I I find time to 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 to, to sleep. And I always make sure that I sleep between five and a half to six hours every day. Five and a half to six hours. So I have plenty of time to sleep. Then my biggest my biggest uh, advantage is since I produce enough brain connectors, it's very easy for me to reorganize things and then be very efficient. This is my big plus. Okay, well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start at the at the back end. I told you earlier this morning we're gonna talk about spirituality and diseases. Some people may have, uh, well, I know not they may, but different definitions of different words. Like a lot of people don't know what the word health is or healthy. There's a you know there's some people don't know what the word love is. Everybody's got different definitions. What about the definition for Spirituality, as as doctor as Doctor Nardi sees it. Oh no, um, I always start from the cellular level. I always start from the cellular level, and if you abandon the cells, that is where people get lost in the forest of ideas. Uh, when you start from the cells, you know that there are forces in the cells. You know there is electricity in the cells. You know there is energy in the cells. And once you start with the cell, you will never, never get your definition wrong. Always you get it right. So if you are talking about another name for spirituality, it's forces. The spirit, what is it? It's intangible. The force, you know, the force transforms. The, form, the, the force changes things. You have productive forces. You have unproductive forces. You have good forces. You have bad forces, you have positive forces, you have negative forces. And once you start from here, you will never go wrong, never. So uh, if you are def- trying to define spirituality, define it in the line of forces. You know, define it in the line of forces. Something that, something, that, something that transforms, something that moves you, something that makes things happen. You see, and they are all in the invisible side of the world. You see, the, 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 the invisible side runs the visible side. Everything is invisible, then it becomes visible. So the beginning of every disease is on the invisible side of the human body. And if you neglect the invisible side of the human body, you will get lost. This is why no physician has ever cured a disease, and they will never be able to cure a single disease in their entire life because they started with anatomy 
and physiology. And once you start with anatomy, which is what you can see, you are only going to study pathology. You are only going to study pathology. In other words, you are going to study the end result of everything that went wrong on the, physi- on the, on the invisible side. And what you see is a disease. It's a cancer. It's an ulcer. It's a, it's a tumor. It's a cyst. It's a, it's, a, it's a nodule. And on and on and on and on. All these are abnormalities. They call them, they call this abnormal, they, they call these diseases. We in symptometry, we call them what? Deviation from health and normalcy. Mm. They call it diseases, but we call them deviation from health and normalcy. Something compelled it to deviate. And what was it that compelled it to deviate from health and normalcy? It is a health disruptor. So we have visible health disruptors, we have invisible health disruptors, and so on and so forth. So if you really want to study spirituality, you have to go deeper and deeper and deeper than just stopping at the symptom level and see the outcome of what happened from the invisible side. So we have more, more, more material to share with the world than what is out there. Thank you. Wow. Wow. I got to get on my feet room right there. I didn't think he was going to go. Uh, a deviation. Deviation. In, <laughs> when, I think, when I think of deviation, I think of, I was just watching uh, Rest in Power to my man Miles Monroe, and he was talking about the forces when you, I know Dr. Nardi in the past, you call God a megaforce. They got forces, and then we got the megaforce. And since everything runs at such an exacting level, there's some grand scheme or grand plan laid out. Like, it's not a coincidence that everybody is made up of 26 minerals. Like, you don't have, like, uh, people in Chicago got 42 minerals, and then people in Miami got... 38 minerals, and then people in Afghanistan got 19 minerals. Everybody everybody comes in, like, that's normalcy is the 26 minerals. Am I correct? That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. Everybody comes in with two lungs. Exactly. Ten ten fingers, two ears, one mouth. You know, there's there's some slight deviations every now and then, uh, but the, the normal plan is two feet, two arms, walk up. That is correct. Not that on is your correct. And when we start to deviate, that's when we start to uh, cause some irritation in our own circumference, I would call it, or our own lifestyle. You know, we if, if I, I feel, and what I've learned in some time tree, if I follow the script and stick to the script and stop deviating so much or realize and let my ego go to the side that I have been deviating and get back line up with the plan, my life will be a lot more pleasant and a lot less painful and a lot less aches and pains. But we human beings, you know how we are, hard head and stiff neck. We want to do it our way. Um, and I think it's because of those doctors who, who blatantly ignore spirituality. And it seems like you just called all of them 
not doctors, but pathologists. Because it seems like a doctor, he took a Hippocratic oath that he would try to heal people, but then he turned around and spent 90% of his time studying the cause of death. Now, what's 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 up with that? I mean, and and like you said, he studied he, he anatomy and ignoring cellular makeup. Woo! What came you see, one thing, one thing you have to understand is uh, there is a role for pathologists in the world. There is a role for medical examiners. Honestly, without, without the late Dr. Stein at the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office, I would never have had access to dead bodies and study dead bodies and seek, about, about, seek cancer cells, people who were never diagnosed with cancer, and then who, was, who had cancer in their prostate, who had cancer here, who had cancer there. I, I thank I thank him. He's no longer he's no longer with us, but I, I thank his memory, you know. And um, this is what helped me to pursue many other things. And then, when it comes to when it comes to diseases, we have two kinds of diseases. Okay, um, the, I, I use the term spiritual the term spiritual disease. Uh, the term spiritual disease is okay, but the the correct term if you allow me to make a correction right here, is psychic. You know, we have psychic diseases, and then we have pathological diseases, you see. And then if you like, you can extend the list of pathological diseases to include neurological disease and all and all. Fine, but uh, basically these are, these are the two kinds of diseases that, that there are because you are looking at the tissue. You know, with pathology, you are looking at tissue. And we have nervous tissue, you know. We have uh, muscular tissue. We have bone tissue, and so on and so forth. You see, all these form under the umbrella of pathology. But when you are studying psychic diseases, this is where something looks, something looks like a disease, but you cannot pinpoint the root cause of the disease. Why? Because this is coming from the foundation of the human body. And what is the foundation of the human body? It's electricity. So what carries electricity toward the body is the nerves. So the nerves are the cable lines, are the, are the lines, the electrical lines that carry electricity toward the human body. So if you want to attack somebody, if you want to confuse every physician out there, every doctor out there, you are the nervous system of your enemy. Once you attack the nervous system of your enemy, it's finished. All these doctors will be running around chasing the wrong dog, chasing the wrong rabbit, and by the time they realize, you are dead, you are gone, and they have won. This is how the psychic people have been winning and winning and winning until symptometry has stopped them in their tracks. Now, Dr. Nardi, you used the word psychic. Now, you know the people in the West, when they hear the word psychic, they think crystal ball, gypsy, fortune teller, tarot card. They don't see the relationship between the invisible forces and what they can see or what the doctor showed them 
while he was chasing a rabbit or chasing a turtle. Ain't that something, chasing a turtle? And when the doctor was chasing a turtle, uh, he was showing them things. And at the same time, he was programming them to say, don't believe in these psychic unknown things. Like, it's not in my book. It wasn't at my, it wasn't at Chapel Hill or it wasn't at, you know, uh, whatever, you know, UCLA Medical School I went to. And now you're saying that there's, a, there's psychic diseases? You're going to have to talk about that a little bit more. Yes, yes. And, um, okay, evening, this evening, I had a woman call. And the reason she called was she spoke to one of the governors of the American School of Symptometry. And he said, well, I will put you in touch with Dr. Nati. And she managed to get me. And she told me about situations that she has been experiencing for the past 20 years. 20. This woman cannot take a shower. Why? When she is taking a shower, after taking her shower, her body will itch outrageously, itching. Her body will itch. So what does she do? She just do. She just does dry cleaning. She just dry. And this has been going on for twenty years. She went to this doctor. She went to this physician. She went here. She went there. No answer. No nothing. As soon as she told me her story, what I told her was this. I know. I asked her, does this run in your family? She said, yes, it runs in my family. All right, if it runs in your family, then DNA is being passed on. Contaminated DNA is being passed on. And he started where a, 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 either a dog that has rabies, a bat that has rabies, or something that has rabies beat the person. And this might have been treated cavalierly with some herbs. And after intercourse, this was passed to the semen, the DNA was passed to the semen, and on and on and on, and this is why it runs in the family. Therefore, it is genetic. It is hereditary. And if it is hereditary, the only way to solve this problem is to give you a particulate that was made from what? A particulate that was made from the rabies. A rabies particulate that is what you solve your problem. That is how it is done. This is why all these physicians to which she went to, they said, oh, it is in your head. There is no such thing. And you were right. It is not in my book. It is not, we did not study this. Well, you are talking about health. You are talking about, ed, you are talking about health. You are talking about something that has caused a deviation from normalcy, a deviation from health. If you are not trained to find the root cause, of these deviations, you will not be able to help people to, you will not be able to restore people's health. This is why we at the American School of Symptometry, we do what others are not doing. And where they stopped, 
we keep going and keep going and keep going. If they want to come and learn, let them learn. But we will not stop at the water's edge. We will not stop at the water's edge like them. We have a lot to teach them, and if they are ready, let them come and learn. It's as simple as that. Dr. Nardi, there are some people on the call who don't know what a particulate is. And I know that you use a particulate in your formula of or your toolbox of healing as one of your main weapons of ionization. I need you to explain in layman terms what is a particulate and how does it work? Well, a particulate is a is a tiny ball of um, it's a tiny white ball of um, lactose which has held um, the, the the therapeutic product the, 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 the product that is that to be used to treat the person it has two poles a positive pole and a negative pole once it is in the person's body it goes straight to where it is needed where the negative pole will attract the positive one and the positive one will attack the negative pole, and pulling will be taking place in the opposite direction until what had been there for generations, until what has been there for centuries will be ionized. This is how we are able to cure many hereditary and genetic diseases. Now, when it comes to contemporary diseases, diseases that you have had in this world, in this time, in this lifetime, like kidney stones, uh, gall stones, uh, bladder stones, and so on and so forth, they work in the same way. The positive of the particular will attract the negative of the, of the stone. The positive of the stone will attract the negative of the particulate. Pulling will be taking place in op opposing direction until the stone dissolves. This is what a particulate is. And why do you use a particulate versus some herbs? Why can't you just go out there and, you know, get some um get some red clover or, you know, just uh get some ointment, you know, especially from Africa. You from your you know, you have ancestry in Africa, and I'm and I'm and I'm if I'm correct, your family are herbalists. You know why? That's are you correct. Going to, That's correct. Why? Why are you going away from four generations of master herbalists and not using herbs and choosing to use particulates as your weapon of choice to cure diseases? I have seen, I have seen, I have seen herbalists use herbs and fail. I have seen herbalists suffering. Uh, suffer from, sorry, uh, um, uh, um, palpitation, and they could not cure their palpitation. That is uh, a fast heartbeat. I have seen herbalists suffer from irregular heartbeat. I have seen herbalists suffer from skipping heartbeat. They could not cure them. I have seen herbalists suffering from ulcers. They could not cure them. And I was also sick Herbalists, my cousins, could not cure me. So, why should I follow what they are doing? 
and thank goodness that I discovered homeopathy, and thank goodness that I, dis- I realized that how they were selecting their, their homeopathic remedies was wrong at that time, and the name they called it as remedy to was wrong, and I changed everything. That is why it is now called particulate, and that is why I'm using particulate. The, mole- uh, the, the, the herbs are too big. They are molecules, and molecules do not, do not penetrate the cells. The molecules will have to be broken down into their constituent parts called atoms before they can penetrate the cells. And if a particulate is already a group of atoms, then they are ready to penetrate the cells and then do what has to be done so that the person heals. This is why I prefer particulates to herbs. Thank you. Mm. So in over 20 years of being a symptometrist, you, how many herbs do you use currently right now? No, the herbs, the herbs, I've stopped, I've stopped using herbs. The, now is the herbs that have been turned into particulates that, uh, that I'm using. Um, like uh, certain diseases, uh, if the herb, if the particle that is made from herbs will work, I will choose that. If it's a particle that works, that, that is made from a mineral, I will choose it. If it's a particle that is made from an acid, I will choose it. From a salt, I will choose it, and so on and so forth. I have a, I have a, I have a, a, a wide variety of particulates uh, from which uh, to make my selection. So I have no problem in selecting the right ones at all. The only problem is that it may take longer to work because the fault lines are deeper, or it may take longer to work because the cells would not would not yield uh, for, for 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 reasons best known to themselves. But I know what to do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Round of applause, round of applause for everybody getting that a quick lesson today on the difference between herbs and particulates. This is a dream come true. You're trying to get to the subatomic level where the spirit is at. So now I got to move over to this spiritual work and spiritual worth. And I often hear you saying, Kair, you got to uh, you got to accumulate spiritual points. Now, I've never heard a doctor. I've been getting physicals all my life. I never heard a doctor tell me to have optimal wellness. I need to be gathering spiritual points. Like even if you Google spiritual points, I don't think we're going to see your name or your face or anything. You know, so what what are spiritual points? Why do I need to be gathering them? And what's they got to do with my health and how I feel? Yes, um, spiritual points are very, very important because, you see, um, angels, you hear the word angels, angels, angels. Well, when you are Roman Catholic, you hear about angels. When you are, when you are, when you are in other words, let me put it this way, when you are Christian and you read the Bible, you hear about the angels, you know, Archangel, Michael, Gabriel, this and that. If you are a Muslim, you know that okay, it's the angel uh, Gabriel who who um, opened the door uh, for um, the, the prophet, you know. But what 
you have to do is you have to go beyond the angel and know exactly what they are. You see, in spirituality, you know that these are forces. And you also must know that whatever comes to you, either you have earned it, you have deserved it, or you don't deserve it. <laughs> and how do you go about that? The future is now. The future is now. It means whatever you do now will follow you in the future. And what does the future mean? It means generations to come. You can be a murderer now. You can avoid. You can. You can. You can. You, you can avoid detection. You will never be caught. But yourselves have already recorded what you have done, and it's going to play out many years from now. And if you die, it's going to be in your DNA. It's going to be your genes, and you're going to pass it on. This is how people have hereditary diseases hereditary habits and all that. The future is now. And having said that, if you want to have a bright future for yourself, for generations to come, you start doing the right thing now. As far as health is concerned, you embrace scientific eating and scientific living now. As far as improving your chances of success in the future, you start accumulating your spiritual points now. Because it is, it is only when you have spiritual points that help will come for you from wherever it has to come from. If you don't have money for collateral, as, as, as collateral, if you don't have any asset as collateral, if you need money, if you want to borrow money from a bank, a bank will not give you that money. You must have collateral first. That, collat that collateral in the spirit world is called spiritual points. You must keep acquiring spiritual points. You have 20, next week you have 30, and on and on and on, until you have 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. And when it's time for you to do something, you do not know where the help is coming from, the help is here. People call it good luck. There is no such thing as good luck. Whatever comes to you, you have earned it. And take your time and use it with respect. Don't squander this opportunity. Use it with great respect and dignity. But if you don't and you miss that opportunity, it may take a long time for you to come back. This is what spiritual points means. It's an investment in good deeds. It's an investment in good deeds. A person, a person just fell. Help the first person to be on his or her feet. See if they need additional help. Oh, what is your name? 
and thank you, thank you, thank you very much for helping me. What is your name? It's not necessary, ma'am. It's not necessary. Are you okay? Yes, you are okay. That is what matters. Thank you, and you go your way. This is how it is done. When somebody you call them angels and all that, okay, let's go back to angel. When an angel comes to help you, does he give you his name? Does he give you his address? Where he's coming from? No. He just helped you and he disappears. You also help a person who is down on his luck or down on her luck. And if the person would like to thank you, fine. If not, you go your way. She or he goes his way. This is how it is done. This is why I like giving things to people who cannot pay me back. I like giving things to people who cannot pay me back. But if you if you help a person who is going to pay you back, then you, they will use that dirty, the dirtiest American expression that I've, I've heard is, I, I owe you one. I owe you one. It means that, okay, you have helped me today, so it is my duty also to pay you back later or whenever the opportunity makes itself available or presents itself. No. No. If I help you, that's it. You deserve it because if you had not earned it, I would not, be, I would not have been at that spot to be of any help to you. So you have earned my presence. This is what spiritual points are all about. And the more you build spiritual points, the more you strengthen your electromagnetic field. That is very important. That is how you strengthen your electromagnetic field. And once you strengthen your electromagnetic field, anybody who emits a negative thought, a negative thought in your direction, that negative thought is going to bounce back and it's going to hit him or her very, very hard. And if you don't take care, you may even go, you may even attend his or her funeral. This is what spiritual points are. So you have to take them very seriously, and this is the only teaching that will help to change the world. Spiritually and health-wise, symptomatic is the only one. There is nothing else out there Health-wise, is symptomatic. To scientific eating and living, and nurturing, ionization. And spiritually, do good to your next person, to the next-door neighbor. Do good to, to the person, even to a complete stranger. Except you know that he has evil intentions to hurt you or something, then you, 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 part, you part ways. That's it. Thank you. So, so if my spiritual points are low, Am I susceptible to heart failure or liver disease or prostate cancer or uh, 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 fibroids or uh, uh, ulcers or lupus? You trying to tell me that I deserve those? I deserve those uh, 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 deviations? No. Uh, when your spiritual points are low, this is what happens. When your spiritual points are low, your vibrations are low. Everywhere. What are, what are the particulars? Particulars raise vibrations where vibration is very low. Your, your spiritual points are low, your vibrations are low. And where vibrations are low, that is where disease strikes. 
even infections. Microbes are always looking for soft targets. And what are these soft targets? They can read the electromagnetic field of various individuals. They know who is vulnerable and who is not. So I got to get my spiritual... Po- well, not only... That's, that's like you said, that's, that's a portion of it. So scientific eating, doing good to others, and ionization. That's the formula? Yes, that is, that, that, that is a, for, that's the formula that will give you, in the, that will put you there in the right track. Yes. All right. Now, uh, earlier you talked and nurturing, about... And nurturing, nurturing, and, and nurturing. And of course, nurturing. Now, earlier you talked about uh, central nervous system. And you talked about electromagnetic field, and then you talked about um, uh, if, if 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 negative energy, such as somebody let's let's just go there and say somebody working roots on you, or somebody want to put a spell on you, because there's a, to me there's a low end of spirituality and there's a high high end of spirituality, like praying for someone who has a disease, to me that's a high end of spirituality. And then a low end of spirituality is trying to uh, curse someone so they will not be so successful. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is the Lohan curse. A lot of people, 98% probably of the population, has never heard of the Lohan curse. Um. I need you to describe to me what is the Lohan curse and how does it affect people, black and white? No, the Lohan curse is uh, the Lohan curse has its origin in the cradle of human civilization, and the cradle of human civilization is Africa. And earthquake came, earthquakes occurred, split the landmass into several into continents, into several tiny, tiny landmasses called islands, and so on and so forth. And the world scattered, I mean, people scattered all over the world. And then climatic conditions started changing people's genes, people's skin color, some were, some were Caucasians, some were this, some were that. Basically, that is it. And the same people, and these people started in the same way. They were brutal, they were vicious, and they were barbaric. And uh, well, we all of us, or all of us, have genes going stretching as far back, as far back as those 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 days, those years. But thank goodness that I don't remember what happened because I don't know who I might have pushed into a river. I don't know who might have, might have, I might have hanged. I don't know who might have, I might have hacked to death. So it's good that I don't know about this thing. That's fine. But nevertheless, it is still there in our genes. The Lohan curse was a curse from people who were being persecuted and onlookers did not do anything to save their lives. And they cursed those who were killing them and persecuting them, and they cursed those who were sitting on the fence without doing anything. 
This curse was passed on and on and on. And what is this curse all about? That curse prevents a person from doing well. That, that, that curse keeps a person in the cycle of, 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 of vice, viciousness, malice. That curse makes it difficult for a person to prosper. And it, it, is, it is people in different, different parts of the world who are experiencing this. You may tie this to economics. Okay, it's because they are not working hard enough. But why are they not making the right choices? Why do they keep going to the wrong doctor? Why do they make this choice that is not beneficial to their family? Why are they stuck in this situation? Why can't they pull themselves out of this situation? Or oh, you say it is lack of education. Well, you are given education. You have, you've, you've reached the highest level of education. You have your terminal degree in your field, and still you are struggling. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, uh, you cannot save enough. You cannot save enough. You are paid, and by the 15th or by the 10th, you don't know what you did with your salary. You don't know what you did. If somebody asks you now to account for how you spent your money, you cannot. And this will go on and on and on. That is the low hand curse. Thank you. Well, so this was, so the low hand curse, because you hear a lot of people now talking about white supremacy and the reason that racism exists or uh, they say, well, the reason, well, no, Dr. Nardi, you're not right. The reason uh, certain races uh, on the planet can't get right is because another race is persecuting them. What do you say when you hear that? Well, if, if I had not lifted myself out of these low hunkers, I too would have, would have concluded that way. But you see, when I started, when I started uh, doing my research, there were some laboratories that I was not that, that I was not uh, that that was not made accessible to me. I was not welcome in certain laboratories. Okay, you may call this racism, but I don't call it racism. I don't call it racism. They kept their laboratory, and I found another way of getting results, and I got the results, and they are stuck where they are. So you may call it racism. Uh, I will not call it racism. In Ghana, in Ghana, there is tribalism. In Nigeria, there is tribalism. In Sierra Leone, there is tribalism. Here you call it racism, there they call it tribalism. A person from a certain tribe who has a position who only likes to hire people from his tribe or from a tribe. Is that not what, what is being duplicated here and you call it racism? A black person who is in a prominent position will not like to hire a white person. That is black racism. 
There's a white person who is in a prominent position, would not like to hire blacks, he only would like to hire, to hire uh, whites. That is white racism. So the name does not matter. It's nothing but human stupidity and folly. That's it. I transcended all this human nonsense, and today the world has symptometry. So the advantage about beating the Lohan curse is it opens your eyes. It removes the veil from your eyes. And you do things differently, and you end up the winner. Thank you. Wow. Woo-wee. My gunshots at. It's awesome, baby. If anybody wants to give a comment, got a question or some feedback, the lines are wide open, 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. Just call in and raise your hand. I do have a caller from the 225. I'm getting ready to get to you. I did see another hand. I saw Big Ben out in L.A. So if you're still on the line, Ben, uh, just press 1 and come back in, and I got you. Uh, whew. I can go on and on, but I want to get some questions from the audience first. Uh, caller from the 225-347. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get the name of where you're calling from, please? Hello? Caller from the 225. Hello? Caller from the 225-347. Hello? All right. I think they hit it by accident. That's okay. Caller from the 248-884. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, um, this is Ebony calling from Taylor. Hey, Coach. Hey, Dr. Notry. Hello, hello, Ebony. Ebony, Ebony, how are you? Fine, thank you. Hi. Um, I have a question. How much are particulates for um, herpes simplex 2? Oh, um, the, it, it ranges. It all depends on the, it all depends on the, the person, um, what other, what other, what other factors, you know, what other ailments are added? Because some people don't just come from herpes. They they will come for herpes 1 and herpes 2. We will charge them about $140 or 130 or 145 uh, depending on uh, uh, what else we are going to do. And then uh, during the consultation, they will add one more. They will add two more. They will add three more. You know, because if we don't cover all the bases, um, uh, the person is not going to heal fast enough. You know, the healing will not be fast. You know, so I can give you the price for uh, herpes one and two, but that price will have to be revised. That price will have to be revised. But this is this is the, this is this is where you this is where. Uh, you can start. You can start if you want a ballpark figure. You can start from there. Okay. Do you have like a would would that come with like a plan on eating and you know different things that I'll be able to do to eradicate exactly. it? Exactly. Exactly. There are certain foods that you will not eat and all that. You see, there are certain foods that you will not eat. You know, and uh, will tell you why you don't have to eat these foods because this is how you have been feeding. This is how you have been feeding. Uh, uh, the, the 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 virus, 
And uh, like uh, what I was, I, I told you, I, I said something about this woman who had had uh, uh, this itchy, itchy, itchiness after after showering for 20 years, and she also she also has migraine. She also has this. She also has this. then. Then I told her that the first, the, the very first thing you have to do is you don't have to eat nuts anymore. No more nuts. Then she. She screamed. That's what I've been eating every day. I said, oh, well, that's why you've had migraines for the past 15 years. Mm. You see, so we, we, the, 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 prescription, the prescription is there, but the diet too, the diet too will have to, be, will have to change based on scientific reasons. Right. Okay. Uh, Dr. Nardi, I just want to piggyback on that and ask, is there a spiritual significance when that, 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 that you may see when somebody comes to you when they have, for example, a, a herpes uh, deviation? Um, it, it, it is very difficult to, 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 to say uh, offhand because it, it could be pathology. It could be it could be spiritual. Um, you try you tried you tried you tried the you tried the the pathological aspect first. If it is resolved, then that is fine. But if clinical tests if clinical tests show that um, herpes is no longer in blood in the blood, but the symptoms of herpes keep showing. Then it is no longer pathological; it is now spiritual. I want my question is more to like the root. You said it start, things start in the invisible before they come into the visible. Um, is that is that like a broad field, or is that from behavior? Or is that growth factors? Can you just, you know, explain a little no, bit? No, 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 no. I said every disease, I said every disease starts from the invisible side. For instance, okay, um, you you have you have an ulcer uh, in your. I'm 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 hearing some 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 interferences. There is something happening. I don't know. Something in my ear. Okay, go ahead. Can you hear it too? Yes, I fixed it. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. All right. For instance, there is a tiny ulcer on your palate or on your, on your gum. Before the ulcer occurred and you saw it, it started about three or four days ago where you, you would not be able to see it. That is why every disease starts from the invisible side and manifests itself on the visible side where you can see it. The electrical pathways were scrambled or were jammed. The blockages were there, but you could not see them. This is what is preventing nourishment from reaching all the different segments of the gum. And eventually, because the tissue could not be repaired anymore, that is now where you are seeing the ulcer. So it started 
days ago in the invisible side. Every disease starts from the invisible side and manifests itself as pathology or as tissue deterioration or ulcer, lump, whatever, on the visible side. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ebony, was that helpful? Oh, yes. Thank you so much. And I can very much relate to there being spiritual um, aspects that need to be worked on because, hey, I'm living proof of it. So I will be getting with you. And thanks again, Coach, for another wonderful show. And you guys have a great night. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ebony. Thanks. This is a dream come true. One thing I like about my audience, Dr. Nardi, is the transparency. You know, like, I know you've talked about many times about people being filled with shame um, and not wanting to be totally upfront with you. And they say, well, I got a sinus headache and my eyes are red. And they won't say nothing about they also got, you know, uh, a venereal disease or something like that. Um how important is it in gaining spiritual points and and doing spiritual work and having spiritual worth to be honest and candid <clears throat> in your healing process? No, um, honestly, if a person is if, if a person is forthright and uh, is uh, is very very honest, uh, that that helps that helps the spiritual that that helps the the healing process. And and uh, it also uh, accelerates the healing also. But if a person will not tell you everything, and after a while, oh well, I did not say it because you did not ask. I did not say it before you did not ask. You know, if you come with such an attitude, you are go- you are holding back information, and this is going to delay your healing. So it's good that you should be honest, and it pays to be honest because. The person who is going to help you to solve your your health issue is the person you are talking to. Mm-hmm. You've been here, you've been to all this, you've been to all the physicians, and they kept telling you that oh, the problem is in your head, where we don't have a cure for this. Okay, take this prednisone, and then that they will just give it to you so that you you get out their face, and that's it. You know, but the person who is going to help you is going to work at the cellular level, at the DNA level, at the nuclear level, at the RNA level, at the chromosomal level, is the person you are talking to. And if you are not, if you are not forthright with such a person, then you are, you are going to delay your healing. If you don't heal, your boyfriend too will have problems in the house. Your children will have problems in the house because you'll be a very nasty person. Huh? You were a very nice person, then all of a sudden, you are a monster in the family. People will be running away from you, even your own children, who prefer to go after school. They will not come home. They will prefer to go and hang up with their friends, or hang up with, with their friends, or do their homework in their friend's house. That's because of the kind of person you have become. That disease is eating you piece by piece. Thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Ooh, Dr. Abbott, is he going in tonight? Come on, help me out. I know he might. <laughs> well, Coach, you know, I, I find him very, very uh, fascinating. But, you know, he's hitting, that, he's hitting the bullseye 
each and every time because even with the Lohan curse and and we've dealt with people uh, attempting to block people and do things that were not good to individuals and you know upon them being prescribed the Lohan curse their lives changed because those those burdens those worms you know that that have been just been digging in for so long and you know just feeding off of their behavior the, the choices like Dr. Naughty mentioned earlier the choices that people make and one of the things that uh you know I I, I really like that Dr. Naughty to address is how you know these choices that people make actually affects their health. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Abbott. Um, if, you see, you have the low hunkers, you are not thinking straight. You are suffering from brain fog. You can suffer from brain fog and not necessarily suffer from low hunkers. But this situation is affecting your decision-making process. It's affecting your judgment. You keep making the wrong choices and you keep being affected by the wrong choices that you make until you leave this world. So the best thing to do is, I made wrong choices too. Hmm. I made wrong choices also when this was not lifted for me. I made the wrong choices. And now I understand why even people are being introduced to the person who is going to help them, but they are not convinced that they are good, they are good enough to help them. And they go and give themselves to people who are going to hurt them more. So the choices that you make, if you have clarity of mind, you always end up making the right choice. And the right choice will be beneficial to yourself. But if your own selves have given up on you, yourselves will begin to self yourselves will begin to self destruct. And once your cells are dis, are destroying themselves, there is nothing you can do. You are going down. Okay, okay, now, 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 here we go. Dr. Dr. Nardi, you use the word cellular self-destruction, and I say the cells retaliate because they, like, they pissed off because you mistreating me. You you demanding that I do what you want me to do. It's like driving a car. You don't want to put no oil in it, you know, and so is there a difference between or is the word cellular retaliation the same as sailor self-destruction, or is there a difference? No, no. I think um, that is, it is appropriate. Uh, self-retaliation is appropriate. I mean, they have been with you. They have worked hard for you. They have built your body from you, for you, you see. And now all you have to do is take good care of yourself and take good care of them, and you have allowed yourself to be dragged in the mud for so many years, okay, they are going to retaliate. 
And then when they retaliate, you will be the loser. So is, is that, it's, it's appropriate. Self retaliation is a is a good is a, a good, good choice of words. I, I agree. I agree with that. Is is that why well, you sorry. say? Wait a minute. I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doctor Abbott. I said I said that is a. Excellent term to use in self retaliation. <laughs> they they turn on you, and you know exactly yes. Uh-huh. But if you don't, if you have no clue as to it is yourselves, you know that, that. So that that goes coaching to the whole notion and the thought that you know this is a spiritual journey. The greatest the greatest war is the war that goes on inside of the human body. And so if a person is setting in motion, you know, turmoil, but is unaware of it. And the primary reason is is because they are consuming a chaotic diet. They may be a college student. They may be a, a, a older person who thinks that, you know, this is the way to eat because they haven't been informed. So now here comes symptometry with this information and it's like, wow, this is a whole new new world for them. So, how, who else am I going to listen to? Because I have, you know, no, none of my friends or family doesn't talk about it. And all the great people on television who are so-called experts, the doctors and Doctor Oz and everyone else who says that certain foods are good for you, and as long as it tastes good, that's all that matters. And then when we see, you know, the situation that's going on, just like the guy that was on sports, uh, sports center here, uh, uh, Stuart Scott, who is from Winston-Salem, several years ago he was hit in the eye when he was out at the New York Jets practice facility, and he had some damage done to his eye, and ultimately he went, he lost sight in that eye, and then he had problems with the other eye, but now, you know, he's, on his way to hospice care from cancer, you know what? What did what happened to him? To set well, in well, I mean, I mean, I, I mean to cut your wisdom, but for me, I love the simplicity. Symptometry, the essence in in symptometry also is simplicity. So, I look at when I think of nurturing, I think of man and woman. So I think as the, the, the person, the, the human, as the man, and the cells as the woman. And because Dr. Nardi says if you give, it's a fact, not just because he said it. If you give the cells what they want, they will give you everything they need. Or if you give them what they need, they will give you everything they want. I mean, everything you want. So when, when a man starts denying a woman around the house, she's going to start to get a little attitude. And if he ignores the attitude, so I call the attitude of a woman like my knee is hurting. You know, like I had some stiffness in my knee, and I was like, why is my knee hurting? But guess what? That was the, my cells were retaliating at a low level to tell me, stop trying to sneak and eat them chocolate chip cookies and ice cream. See, Dr. Nardi, I was sneaking. I was sneak. I thought I was being slick, you know. <laughs> I, was, I, I done cleaned myself up. And then I knew I ain't supposed to be, I know what this chocolate does to me. And I was like, well, every now and then. And then my knee started getting stiff. Now, I could have went and got me a brace. 
Dr. York said that's like we driving a car and the check engine light come on and you break the light out. You just take a hammer and smash the light, Dr. Nardi. You drive, <laughs> light come on, you smash the light. So somebody else get in the car, the light is not on. You say, see, ain't nothing wrong, ain't no light on to tell me. That means you are ignoring it. And Dr. Abbott, you used that word earlier. But ignoring means as ignorance, to ignore the facts. And there's a fact that your cells, out of 76 trillion cells, it's easy for a billion cells to go to your kidney and give you what we call and interpret as pain. I don't call it pain no more. I call it signals. Dr. Nardi, would you, is that okay if I call pain a signal? No, no, a, a symptom A symptom is a signal, it's a code. If you interpret it correctly, it's a code that must be properly deciphered so that you know what the cells are What the cells are talking about. You have to know what the cells want. So that is pain, for instance, okay? It's a code. So it's a signal telling you that, well, your cells are frustrated. They, want, they need your attention. <laughs> And like a woman, hold on, Dr. Nardi, how long you been married? Uh, thirty-seven years now, going on thirty-eight years. And if you don't give, and if you don't give your wife some attention and nurturing, how's the environment around the house? Oh, the the environment will be hostile. <laughs> whoa, 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 hostile or uncomfortable? Which one? Um. There will be there will be turbulence. There will be unease. There will be discomfort, and then eventually there will be hostility. <laughs> I look. We're gonna go with the first response. You've been married thirty-seven years. We're gonna go into a first response. He says it's gonna be some. It's gonna be hostile up in that joker. So that means it'll be safe to say that in a relationship with my cells, if I'm not nurturing them because of my ignorance and giving them what they require, then all of a sudden they're gonna all of a, they're gonna start reacting or retaliating in a hostile way. Is that, is that, that is correct? correct. That that is correct. That is a conflict between the mind and the cells. Oh that is a conflict between the mind and the cells. The cells mm. want something and the mind makes their own choice. There we go. What causes what are some of the habits that we knucklehead human beings do to cause the mind to be undernourished and make bad choices? Well, it's just because we allow our senses to have the best of us. You know, when you are driving and then the uh, McDonald's smells good, oh, well, it's some some fries or something like this, you would like to, you would like to, to, to make a quick uh, uh uh, left turn and drive, go to the drive thru and get something. It's your olfactory uh, uh, nerves that cause the problem. You see? Then what about your eyes? You see? What about your eyes? Your visuals? What about your eyes? All these are there to help us navigate this planet, but we allow this to distract us, to, to, to get us away from the focus. The focus is nourishment of the cells. But because we are distracted, we end up damaging the cells. We end up malnourishing ourselves. So we have to we have we have to we have to pay for what we did. Doctor Nardi, in World War Two, the philosophy to get young men to come into the draft and go into the war, and they still live by. They said, eat, 
drink and be merry, for tomorrow we may die. That means you can do that. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. That's they said you could drink as much as you want. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know. They sold them. They sold them on that. You know how this colonialism and this capitalistic marketing, marketing monster does? It sold um, the American public, <laughs> black, white, Chinese, gorilla, monkey, every every race in America is like, oh, I can just eat what I want to because I can eat, drink, be merry, because for tomorrow I may die. If yeah, but is, is, is it not? Is it not the? Is it not? Is it not our grandfathers? Is it not our grandfathers and all that who who who, who pass down the the liver diseases and the kidney diseases and the heart diseases to us? And that this is what we are struggling with now that we have to solve. Is that what they did to us? No. The future is now. <laughs> the future is now. All right, so listen, for those of you all, now Dr. Nardi knows I, he knows I'm serious, but I'm making a parody of that scenario. You cannot just put anything in your mouth because you, I'm, well, let me, let me back up. If you want to align holistic healing with scientific eating, then you have to have more knowledge of the spiritual uh, in, including the spirituality of plants, would that be uh, correct to surmise, Doctor Nardi? Yes, that that is correct. That is that is that is correct. Yes, you see, because uh, uh, one thing one thing we one thing we we were we were taught when uh, we were studying herbs, you see, by uh, those who knew more than we are. They don't what those who knew more than we did at that time. Was that you know they would take us they would take us into the brush they would take us into the forest and they would identify certain herbs and even though some herbs look identical they would tell you the difference and when you look very closely yes there is a difference and they say well uh, the the words I mean the, the the plants communicate the plants communicate with them but you know at that time I, I was not I was not advanced in what I was doing. So I could not understand what uh, what uh, the master herbalist was teaching us. But yes, spirituality also are uh, in the plants. Don't forget that plants also have DNA. Plants also have cells, and cells also communicate with each other before they produce food for themselves and food for the human race. Everything is about communication. And how how did this how did this communication come about? There are forces in these cells, and force equals spirituality. Hmm. We got to get back to the callers. I got another caller on the line, Big Ben from California. Your microphone is wide open. What's going on tonight, Big Ben? Hey, what's up, Coach Dr. Abbott? Uh, um, Dr. Nordy, greetings. Oh, yes, sir, Coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Is that I, you, I'm Big Ben? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Yes. I'm sitting mm-hmm. back, I'm listening to the beginning of the program, and you are dropping so much knowledge that it is stimulating mentally, and the neurons in my brain are just going firing, and it's kind of like, it makes sense, it makes sense, as you start talking about pathology, and it does serve a purpose, but not for curing, 
it serves a purpose to understand how the body got to a certain condition. And the thing is, when that person's dead, you can study the pathology and say this and this and this, kind of like CSI. But if you're in the aspect of bringing life to a person, you're going to understand their energy and how their energy is disrupted and how that goes along with the nerves and the brain as well as the spirit. Because everybody knows when you know somebody's on their deathbed, the, the little line goes ding, ding, ding. And then when it's no longer no activity or no electricity, it That's goes correct. ding. And the reason being is because the system, which your body has several of, and the organs govern certain things, they have certain responsibilities, and they can only do what they're designed to do. And if the, the aspect of the cells, like you said, the aspect of nutrition on the atomic level, where you start having the um, polarities, the negative and positive polarities, and if you have it off, that's where the particulates start to come in, and you, it's a kind of a, um, a solution or counteractive to the, the problems that you've created that have been functioning and continue to function because that's what your body does. It continues to function based upon how you, in essence, partake in your daily activity. And the aspect, when you start talking about the spiritual wealth and people not knowing, you know, I'm going to have to rewind the tape and get that one, write that one down. In the sense that by you doing certain things, you change your your energy field. And it's kind of like in, in the Bible it talks about um, you if you talk bad about somebody, it's going to come back tenfold. That's correct. Okay. And the same thing when you when you do something for somebody, it's not about the human aspect of the currency, which is what everybody's focusing on because people don't know. Or people if people do or don't know, the money that we spend is called trick currency. But there's a spiritual currency, in essence, that doesn't have mundane uh, value, but it has a higher value, but nobody's teaching that. Nobody's aware of that because, one, we don't study for ourselves. We, in essence, become pack animals. And at the same time, we, when I say pack animals, we let somebody tell us something. We never met this person, and we won't, we won't take the research that is handed down to us, and even if it's handed down to us from our parents, we have to examine it and study it and see if it's scientifically correct. That's where, you know, you start talking about the herbs and all these different things. Those are good to a certain extent. But it seems to me, based upon what you're saying, your science has taken that, seen the errors, and, and kind of made a hybrid of understanding the human uh, existence on how to live in the way that we were properly designed. And the thing about that is you're going to have counter um, forces because it's going to affect their pockets. So, I mean, I want people to understand, if you're if you're healthy, then you're, if a lot of people are healthy, you're going to start attacking directly or indirectly an industry that makes money off of you being sick. Is that <laughs> correct, Dr. Nori? That, that's correct. Okay. Now, I have one question because, I mean, it's, like you said, certain things attract, and I was studying the meta and they were talking about the brain and how the structure of the brain, the human brain, and how that and its programming is so influential on how the body reacts. Okay. I was wondering if you could go over the aspect of the cortex and the reptilian brain and how, as far as human beings and our evolution, 
they have certain purposes, but they also have a synergy. And you have to know it goes from one to the next to the next, and there's a sequence of events. Now, you as the individual are there experiencing it, and you always have an opportunity to make choice. And I think a lot of us getting caught, get uh, caught up in the sense of our emotions. They're supposed to be there. But at the same time, you're supposed to direct the forces of your emotions appropriately for cause and effect. Yeah, thank you. This is this is where this is where we talk about empowerment. This is where symptomatic has been talking about empowerment. And all these shows and all these teachings are about taking your body back from those who don't know much about the human body. You mm-hmm. just go and sacrifice yourself. Okay, you go and then you tell me I have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. When you ask what causes high blood pressure, you don't know. Just treat me. That is wrong. The cerebral cortex, the cortex itself, is the seat of human personality. Is the seat of human personality. And how did this personality form? This personality formed from what? From bringing out the various genes from our ancestors, the different, 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 different genes from our ancestors, this what have formed the personality. And the kind of personality you are going to have will influence the kind of choices you will be making. So do we have do we have a do we have a reason to behave the way we are behaving? Some of some some of us are sadistic. They 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 have pleasure in inflicting pain on others. That is their personality. Where did they get it from? Their father is not like that. Their mom is not like that. Where did they get it from? Well, go back in time. One of your ancestors was like that. Hmm. And that was the dominant personality that manifested itself in this child. So, can you do something about it? Yes, we can. That's what we talk about empowerment. You can change. You can change your destiny. Was it my destiny? Was it my destiny to be the kind of person I was at that time? People say, "Oh, yeah, it is your destiny." And now that I'm a totally different person, I am what I am now. Then, what would they say? It was my destiny at that time. They they will backtrack. They will say, "Oh, well, uh, we don't know. We don't know." Well. You have the power in your hands to change your destiny. Because the personality that was there was not yours. It came from one of your ancestors. Your ancestor is, was, is living in your body right now. It means you don't own this body. Someone else owns this body. You have the power to take this body back from the person who is in it. Have you heard of the expression, oh, he has been possessed. He's possessed by the evil spirit. He's possessed by this. He's possessed by that. You have the power to sell nourishment, scientific eating, and living. You have the power to get it back. So the message of symptometry is very powerful on several levels. 
<laughs> and we are not afraid to say it and to echo it because we are getting results. When a person, when a person, you see a person coming to you, he'll be jumping. He'll be jumping. He will see a, he see a, he see a small pothole, he will jump. He will jump sometimes, he'll jump very high. Then you ask him, why, why, why do you always keep jumping when you are walking? Oh, it's because there is a pool of water. It looks like there is a lake. It looks like there is a lake. And you were standing there. You don't see water in there. It's a pothole. Nobody jumps so high over a pothole. What kind of disease does he have? Right. He does not have a pathological disease. He has something other than a pathological disease. And if you have the particulate to make him stop jumping and stop hurting himself, it means you have been able to solve the problem at the level of the nervous system. This is how it is done. I I, to, I totally agree, and like I said, I'm, I was listening to the program, and when you start talking about the nerves, and that's the electricity conduct throughout the body and the communication, and if that is thrown off based upon what a person experiences from their genetics as well as their conditioning, then a program is set within that person's mind that goes on auto drive. So when this comes, this is where the person reacts, not knowing that they still have a choice because they feel that that program is more powerful than they are, which in essence what you're doing with, the, with your, your science and your, and your study, you're telling them that's not the case, and I'm going to prove it to you. I mean, y'all ain't playing. Y'all ain't playing with this. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, this is just like very, very powerful and impactful to individuals if they just took the opportunity to listen and comprehend because a lot of stuff that you're saying people have been exposed to but did, they, did it sink in into who they are as a person? And it basically it did because your cells have memory. And just like you said, genetically, your cells have memory, and then you pass them along to your children. And you pass them along to your children, and your children have certain programs within them, good or bad, and that's when, and as far as life is concerned, and that's where community is concerned, where we enhance that culture of positivity and understand and tell people, there's going to be cause and effect, not because I say so, because that's a universal law. Now, if that being said, you are going to have the results based upon how you conduct yourself ex- exteriorly and as well as interiorly. It's going to come out. Go ahead, sir. Hello? Yes, I'm listening. Oh, okay. Somebody? And- the aspect is going to happen regardless, and that's the universal law, and that's why study and discussions like this are so impactful for the audience who's willing to, to hear. And just like the aspect of a, a, a drop of water in the river have ripples, that's what you're, you, you guys are doing with like their ways, and, and that you guys are just in essence enhancing people, whether whether you whether you directly come in contact with that, it's not like the old commercial. One friend will tell another friend and tell another friend and another friend. And the aspect, this this is a, a very powerful movement for the health of a society that should not have all the diseases that it has. 
Okay. And hits but just it, keep it, on coming. But it has this because there's somebody benefiting off the fact of ignorance. And you gentlemen are encountering that head on, no fear. You have the divine <laughs> leading your leading your cause and it's kinda like as you go from city to city, just like like the like like you're just recruiting individuals who are saying, Hey, this is my purpose. I can bring this back to my, my village and we can live differently than we have been living and people are yeah, y'all y'all shake, y'all making people shaking their boots if they hear the stuff that you're talking about, the medical industry, because science doesn't lie. Okay? It's the people who it's the people who interpret the data who in essence lie for their own benefit. So like I said, I, like you, you talk about jumping, you got my spirit jumping based upon this program. And like I said, come, when I get my some courtesy on Friday, I'm, I'm going to get my books. I'm going to, I'm going to go get my Scientology books. <laughs> I should have had them a long time ago, but today, 11-11, I don't know. It, it just hit me kind of like, okay, this is what I need to increase my, my library and my study. But like I said, I, I'm... It's awesome, baby! I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that uh, I was able to get in on the call and, and and chop it up with you gentlemen and just you know stay my peace and get validation in the sense that I'm, I'm seeing clearer now the things that I discuss with other people because I, I mean just the aspect of cooking and how nurturing that is as far as your family. I'm 40 years old and I, I appreciate that so much because I've seen it. From when I was in the country, you know, Alabama, with my, with my family, and that's 40 years later. I'm still reminiscing on those simple things mm-hmm. that I try to tell this this younger generation, and they're kind of like, "Oh, now we're gonna go to the restaurant." No, <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing like sitting there with your with your your family and your friends and, and just doing something simple, as just eating and commuting and relaxing and enjoying harmony and. You know all that kind of stuff. I mean, you can't put a price on that. That's 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 priceless. But unfortunately, in that society right now, they've gotten people to say, "I got this artificial thing that's just as equivalent to <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 just equivalent to that home cooked meal." And I, I'll put this out there. If there's any ladies listening, I've always said, "Hey, y'all need to understand how important cooking is to a man." And how that bring, that builds him up from a nutritional standpoint, emotional yeah, standpoint, and a spiritual standpoint. And when you when a guy is, when a man's a man, and somebody does that to him, directly or indirectly, he's going to in essence enhance that environment. I know a lot of people don't believe that, but that's some ancient wisdom that I'm aware of. That when I see it, something within my spirit tells me to do that. I don't know if that's an automatic response based upon, you know, my spiritual destiny, but it's just like I, 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 I tell it to people and I ask that they, they listen and they just incorporate or try to incorporate it. But I, I've said too much right now. I appreciate you, gentlemen. Uh, have a, continue to have a great show, and thank you for your, for your study and your knowledge. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Big Ben. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is a dream come true. 
You got being excited over there, Dr. Nardi. Look what you're doing over there to the West Coast. You ain't even, you probably got your shoes off. Look how you got people excited tonight. You see that? <laughs> that's that That's that force. You know what I mean? Like, y'all better come on. Hey, okay. We got about a few more minutes left. I'm going to let y'all get out of here, Dr. Nardi. Tonight has been an amazing show. I definitely uh, appreciate all of the factors um, that you have brought up concerning, you know, just like, you know, shining light in the dark corners of people's minds. Like you said, people are going fumbling through life and they didn't even know there was a Lohan curse. Uh, Could you, um, I'm about to do a meditation this evening at 11.11. Can you briefly give me uh, your perspective and Symptometry's perspective of the importance of meditation? Can I get can I get spiritual points by meditating? Let me just cut to the chase. Can I get some spiritual points through meditation? No, no. Med- you, you, meditation, if if it is your intention to meditate in order to bring uh, positive changes to the world and positive changes to people who are open uh, to your vibrations so that they can carry on your vibrations to bring changes in the world, yes, you are going to get spiritual points for that. You see, So meditation is very important. Uh, I was doing transcendental meditation when, when I was, uh, when I was uh, uh, coming up. And uh, when I was in Chicago and uh, before I went to Britain, I was doing transcendental meditation. It is very important uh, because it also lifts people up. And people who are on the same wavelength with you will, will feel the, the, the benefit, the force, the urge to do something different. And this is coming from you. So that, that is very important by itself. Yes, I will urge you to go on doing your meditation. Thank you very much. Uh, so if anybody wants to join us tonight at 1111 East Coast time, um, you please visit us at www.1111meditation.info. Very simple website. We already have about 30 people that are going to be over there. We're going to be on the line. Uh, if you put your headphones in, you're going to get a more dynamic effect. Versus, uh, but you, But you can put it on speakerphone, too. And you are, uh, you still will be able to, um, you still will be able to, you know, hear, but I want you to have your hands free. I don't want you like holding the phone up to your head. It's going to be a private guided meditation. So please go over to www.1111meditation.info. If anybody has any uh, closing comments from the audience, from the listening audience, a lot of y'all have been like, oh, as soon as I said that, somebody raised their hand. Uh, <laughs> just go ahead and press 1. Call us from the 770-896. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? This is Colleen. I'm calling from Atlanta. How y'all doing tonight? Yeah, we're fine, Colleen. You know, I chimed in last minute. Thank you, Coach, for acknowledging but um, I enjoy these shows. I enjoy listening to them. If I don't catch them live, I'll stream them and listen to a listen to them and pass the information on um, to other people. And uh, I'm like, I'm I'm gonna make it quick. 
because I just thought of it, and like I said, it was kind of last minute. Um, my son, he has a a fist, a limp noise, the swollen on the inner part of his arm. And I was just, you know, I've been taught of or uh, learned, you know, that those are signs of infection in the body. So I just found it odd right there in the place that it is above his elbow. And just want kind of like some insight on on what that could just be on him. He's like pretty uh, much yeah, physically it, well, <laughs> but. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's a lump. It's swollen. Yeah. Okay, that is that is that is because he's not producing enough lymphocytes. Lymphocytes are the white blood cells that eat the garbage in the lymph vessel. And if he's not producing enough, you know the lymph will keep piling up and piling up and piling up and piling up, and that is what is causing the swelling. So what you do now is to give him something, some particulates that will help him to produce more lymphocytes, and then the lymphocytes, the white blood cells, will eat away that garbage. And then it begin to the swelling begin to go down. Okay, and you said give him something with more lymphocytes. And what is that that you're suggesting? Or what is? Oh, you you can call you can call a symptometrist. You have uh, Doctor Abbott, you have Doctor Wanek, you have you have me. Call any symptometrist, and they they will give you the lymphocytes to eat away uh, 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 the garbage that is in the lymph. You see. Our body has a garbage disposal, garbage disposal system. It's called the lymphatic system. And in that lymphatic system, you must have white blood cells called lymphocytes that will keep eating away all the garbage that is seeping down into the lymphatic system from the blood vessels. And your son does not have enough lymphatic uh, lymphocytes. He does not have enough. So that is a sign, that is a code, that your body, your son doesn't have enough lymphocytes. Okay, thank you. So he's not producing enough lymphocytes, and he's that, that is correct. a lot of toxins. He is not producing enough lymphocytes. So now what? Okay. the body is crying for help. Okay, so, all right, thank you. I mean, and yeah. just, to, just to reintegrate again, so if he's not producing enough lymphocytes, like, could it be just he's also just consuming, like, high levels? No, 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 no. No, he's just that, not producing no. enough lymphocytes. It, 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 it has to be corrected. It's a, it's a bone marrow problem. It has to be corrected. Okay. It's a bone marrow problem. And oh, you, no diet no diet can change it. Uh, you, okay. yourself, you, you yourself, you realize that you you can give him different foods, but that's not going to, that's not going to bring it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank right. you, Karin. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Have a good evening. Thank you. This is a dream come true. Caller from the three three seven. Oh. <clears throat> Caller from the three three seven two five one. Your mic is wide open. Can I name it with the talk from, please? Well, good evening. This is Naima. I'm calling from Louisiana. Oh, Naima. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hi. First, I just wanted to say I enjoyed the show. It was very informative. But um, I have a quick question right quick. Okay, so I'm living in Georgia, and I'm in Louisiana visiting my family. Mm-hmm. When I was in Georgia, I was feeling great. And mm-hmm. then I come back home, and, like, I start feeling really draining. 
And then last week, I got an ear section, and then I'm listening to what y'all saying about the spiritual, um, the spiritual causes behind diseases. And there's a family member of mine who's mm-hmm. always nagging, and always complaining about something. And I'm just wondering if being around them and constantly hearing all that could be like a metaphysical cause as to no, why. Well, that, 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 that the problem is that. <laughs> Now I don't want to give you. I know I don't want to give you an explanation that will make you run away from the house. But all I'm saying is that your vibrations are getting lower. Your electromagnetic field is getting weaker and weaker around those people. Uh huh. And, and down in Louisiana, that's where you know Katrina was many years ago. Was there's so much debris and mold and things out around there also. So. It's um, I, you know, that's another thing you have to stress. Oh, um, especially people that we've worked with from down in that area. There's always mm-hmm. some type of respiratory issue or something that happens. Yeah, I just I was just wondering because I was I was fine until I came back to Louisiana. So I'm just wondering could it. These are environments because I'm not yep, eating yep. all crazy or anything like that. That's right. Okay. Well, I mean, that place is known for its kind of, that kind of low hon work, uh, you know, first stuff. Hmm. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to look more into it and add some symptometry books to my library. Okay, that was the only question that I had. I was just curious about that. And my, I would like to also say that my ear has started feeling better since I've been listening to this show. So thank you for helping me to raise my vibration. It's awesome, baby! Uh, thank you, Lai Imam, okay? You're welcome, and thank you. This is a dream come true! Yay! Thank you, Naima. Mm-hmm. Caller from the 843-610. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you calling from, please? Islam, greetings, Coach. Uh, This is L from the Carolinas, man. And and, uh, your background accolades are off the hook, man. This is a dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) This is a dream come true. (laughs) Ah, shit. Greetings, Dr. Naughty. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. I just wanted to ask one question, and, uh, Coach, I I wanted to um, ask you in reference to that book, The Jewel and the Lotus. Um, But uh, what would be a good uh, detox, you know, um, blood cleanse, everything, just like what the Empress or the sister just spoke to in reference to, um, you know, the issue with her ear and things of that nature. Um, you know, something in me said that she probably needs to do a cleanse, you know, because sometimes when you're around toxic people, you know, uh, that stuff can sit in your body some way and cause you discomfort or whatever, just ease, as you say. You know, I'm dealing with some issues myself, and I was wondering what would be a, a good cleanse. And, um, Coach, before uh, I know you run out of time, but uh, also after Dr. Nardi gives me an answer, uh, I want to ask about that jewel in the lotus and where I can get his book and your that book from because um, there's a few 
I've seen a few of those books, and I don't know which one is the one that you was recommend, you recommend. But go ahead, um, Doctor, first, please. Okay, the the detox the is very you know the de- detox is very high, and you see so many um, you see so many uh, uh, people practicing colonics who are be promoting detox, 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 and which is the best one. Um, I have never done detox. And uh, look at how healthy I am. So what you need to do is learn how to remove the garbage from your cells. And once you learn how, look at, I mean, what makes you? Look at your organs. All your organs are made from, are made with what? Cells. All your colons are made with cells. So if you know how to remove the garbage from your cells, you will be healthier than a person who uses um, all kinds of who uses lime, lemon, uh, garlic, all of them mixed together and drinks them, and then goes to using the bathroom about uh, eight times a day for two days, and then he thinks that is healthy. That is not true. That is not true. Focus on yourselves. Yourselves brought you into this world. Focus on yourselves. And you will be a very happy man. You know, the ear is the ear. All the garbage that are in the cells that make the ear are out. Is, is, sorry, is out. The garbage that is in the eye is out. The garbage that is in the mouth is out. On the tongue, under the tongue, everywhere out. That's the best way to decongest the cells and be healthy. So this would be my best advice to you. Mm. So it's just like eat those particular foods that electrify the, the cells, and therefore you electrify your body. That is correct. You know, you eat, that is meant, that's what is meant by eating scientifically. You see, you remove the garbage from yourself, and then you eat the right foods. You see, it requires some some discipline. It, it, requ- it requires some focus. You know, stay away from this and stop sacrificing yourself to these people who don't know anything about the human body. As soon as you as soon as you go to them, bam, take the position, peel. Take the position, peel. Nobody will tell you about the the kind of food that you are eating that, that are that are damaging yourself, that are making yourself so angry that they are turning against you. We are the people who are doing it now. And after after this you have to do some fasting, you know. You, there's a there's a scientific way to fast, you know. What do you do when you are going to start your fast? How do you prepare for the fast? What foods do you eat when you are breaking your fast, and why and all that? That is scientific fasting. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted to add just a just just a small piece. Like, even though we're all made up of um, twenty six minerals, there's no blanket one way to you know. Like, that's the thing. What I call these armchair healers, or these you know these herbalists who make money and put food on their table by the doctrine that they push. That's not scientifically sound. They say. Oh, this is the best cleanse. Take charcoal. Here you go, charcoal. 
or somebody else will come and say uh, <clears throat> alkaline diet. You know, they just try to do this whole blanket thing without even asking you what are your specifics. See, a symptometrist will never do that. Like the particulars that I have are for my case. Everybody doesn't have uh, issues with dry scalp. I got issues with dry scalp. But I got locks. And Dr. Abbott used to have a bald head. So what can we say? Uh, uh, everybody don't need the same thing for hair production. You see what I'm saying? So now mm. I'm trying to make my scalp moist, and he's growing more hair. He getting ready to get some cornrows. His hair is so long. He's getting haircuts now. He used to have old shiny head. But now he's getting ready to get cornrows. So... <laughs> It's got to be right. more. It's got to be more specific, and that's why we just the question that we said before. A person, when you get your consultation, call Doctor Abbott, call Doctor Nardi, or call Doctor Weinick, and be one hundred percent transparent and honest in everything, and then you're gonna get your own customized package. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. your cleanse that you need may be different from the cleanse that Ebony needs because she also is dealing with a venereal, a venereal condition. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you hear somebody who tries to throw that blanket thing out there, oh, this charcoal is the best for all that, he ain't even ask you about nothing else, then you want to be suspect. Is he trying to really get you to heal? Or one thing we didn't talk about tonight was, is he trying to just relocate the symptom? See, around here, we don't relocate the symptom, which is what, most of these uh, herbal detoxes do. They just, you you move it from your calf up to your thigh. So since your thigh is a bigger muscle, you don't feel it for maybe another year and a half. But it came from something that you ingested when you was working on the foot or you was working on the calf or something like that. I see little children that have uh, eczema. And the first thing the mothers ask is, what can I put on it topically? She want to put some, she want a lotion or a shea butter to put on it topically, but it's coming from an internal source. You can't rub his ins- you can't rub his insides down, and then that goes back to what she was eating when she was pregnant. So most of the time, the issue with a baby who's having eczema is the mama's ego. That's right, I said it. The mama's ego, because she want to know, oh, well, I know my body, and she really don't, but she wants to sound like a fit mother. So she says these things, but then the baby come out, got eczema, and she just walk around putting shea butter on them all day. And but but still feeding them corn chips, still giving them potato, you know, still still. I could go on and on with the things that she could be giving them, but you know, the ego. Sometimes the best cleanse is a, a detox from your ego. What do you think about that, Doctor Nardi? We get our ego out the way. You think we can get better? Well, you know, that is a problem. First of all, ego is a weakness. I mean, it's a very, very big weakness, you know, and uh, if you get it out of the way, you, you'll be able to achieve much, much, much more. You know, be very humble. You are learning biological entity. We are learning every day. We are learning all the time. Don't say you know it all. Never say you know it all because knowledge extends to infinity. You know, so if you want to learn, be a humble person and you will learn more. There are some people who are ready to teach you, but because you are arrogant, they will prefer to allow you to, to hang yourself. Go, go. But if you are humble, they will call you aside and teach you. 
This is how it is done. So when wow. when a woman is pregnant, when a woman is pregnant, we say don't eat nuts. Oh, I'm free to eat whatever I want. What do you mean by that? Oh, well, when you are when you give birth to your child who has eczema now, and you see how embarrassing it is, well, you will you remember that somebody told you not to be eating nuts when you are pregnant. Be humble and learn. Be humble and learn. I learn every day. I learn from my own students. I learn from everyone. I learn from my grandchildren. I don't care. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. L, I would suggest that you uh, get in on this next six-month certification class. If you want to add some real champagne to your campaign, take that six-month certification class and watch how you start shining. Just, I mean... That this go over to uh, Dr. Uh, Abbott. He can go over to what's the website for the for the uh, six month certification class. American School of Symptometry dot org. American American School of Symptometry dot org. You can find out all the information about the six month class and our new uh, two year program that's uh, starting up in January. And so that that's really exciting things that will be happening there, and also the coaching uh, coaching uh, course as well. Okay. So, so yeah, so the American School of Symptometry will will introduce you to and expose you to the world leading uh, paradigm in cell nourishment, root cause therapeutics, and so. Just like Dr. Nardi said earlier, and Coach Kai has been stressing, uh, we're doing it a different way. And, you know, the word detox, cleanse, is, you know, it's a broad-based term that's used. But once you find out what the cells need, then then there's a way to uh, build an enzyme template and then remove the blockages at the genetic and the cellular level and then use scientific fast and strategically to decompress the uh, the sales. So, awesome. Now, Ellen. if I may, uh, Doc, um, hormones, is that the same as um, uh, you just said the word? Because um, some doctors also were talking about, some so-called naturopaths are talking about uh a lot of issues that people are having, you know, when they get over 30 and 40 years old is a, is a hormonal imbalance. Oh, uh, go ahead, go Dr. Robert. Go, go ahead, Dr. Anadi. Go ahead, sir. Sorry. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> once you get over age 40, there is something called oxidation. Oxidation most becomes fiercest in you. And people call it people call it hormonal imbalance, but uh, um, I will go a little bit further to say that it's more than hormonal imbalance, and it is uh, you've now reached the, the 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 stage where your cells have increased are going to slow down their tempo. They they are going to slow down their tempo so that they work faster, so that they work better, so that they are more efficient in processing glucose, they are more efficient in processing fat, 
and more efficient in processing protein. The problem with human beings is this. They would like to continue to do what they were doing when they were 25 years old, <laughs> at age 42, age 43, age 44. You see them biking with all kinds, with their force and, their, and their, with all intensity, as if they are still 23 years old, as if they are still 18 years old. They, they are making a big mistake. After age 40, the cells change their tempo. They would like to go slow. This is what helps them to take you over to age 90, age 100, age 110. They have changed their tempo. So you also comply with their tempo. If you don't, you will be the loser. The raw materials that you use to produce hormones will all be depleted. The raw materials that you use to produce enzymes will be depleted. Then they say, oh, it's hormonal imbalance. You were the one who depleted the raw materials that they used to produce hormones for you. This is the truth that has never been told, and you are hearing it here now. Thank you. Um, thank you. I'm glad I asked that question. I, I, I'm glad uh, what Dr. Abbott said um, brought that question to my mind. I definitely appreciate you all. I got the site down, americanschoolofsymptometry.org, and uh, I thank you. I'm definitely going to look at the site. And, Coach, what did you say about that book uh, that you used to speak about? Um, what is it, The Jewel and the Lotus, correct? The third, the third edition with um, with the purple cover. But if you get one that's in another language, just let me know and I'll buy it from you because that's a classic. So the third the third edition is the one you want. And read the first three chapters three times before you read the rest of the book. Okay. And um, who's the author? Senyata Saraswati. S-U-N-Y-A-T-A. S-A-R-A-S-W-A-T-I. Okay. Thank you. Got it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Big Brother, for calling in. I appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate you all. Thank you for being and doing what you do, Big Brother. Blessings. Peace. Thank, thank you. a dream come true and the hits just keep on coming once again once again once again coach k radio we did the best we could tonight and we hope that we satisfied added some champagne to your campaign and all that other good stuff that we can add on to it dr naughty how you feel about the show tonight well well it looks like um today has been the day that you took the lead off and you allow the steam to fill the whole world. <laughs> so that is all I can say. Look, it's a Gemini. Even even though we in Scorpio, it's a Gemini day with all this. It's 11-11, baby. It's 11-11. It's appropriate. You know, I have to look at the timing. I have to look at the map. Right time at the right place. I'm in the frequencies, too, now. I'm in the timing, dosage, and frequency myself. It's a little something, something. 
<laughs> well, we well we still be we still have thousands of thousands more shows to to do. So this is just uh, a drop in the bucket. Absolutely, that's but we at the portal. I think that's really important that uh, we capitalize, and it's no coincidence that the show fell on eleven eleven. It could have fell on eleven ten or eleven twelve. And me nor you or not not the Abbott or nobody else had control of it. And we started this doing it on Tuesdays years ago. And little did we know that this Tuesday was going to fall on 11-11. So I love the synchronicity of us being prepared and being ready to, as you say, crack the lid and let the steam fill the whole world. Thank you. And, you know, I, cannot, I could not have done it by myself. I always need a team, and the team is solid. Thank you. He said the team is solid. Dr. Abbott, how you feeling about the show tonight? I tell you, this right here was an outstanding show because it really, we really were able to cover a broad range of topics and go go to places that are really on people's mind and what they're thinking about because there's so many things that people are exposed to they they they, they maybe don't have an explanation for or understanding of why they may be going to certain things but now with the questions that were asked of the audience that they called in, called in and asked questions and did some clarification so it only gave people more courage to be upfront and, and honest about where they are, but but understand that there is some refuge here in regards to their health and their spiritual growth if they choose to uh, take and use symptometry at this time. So I'm really, really, really excited about it, and I just can't wait till the next time we get together. Gio, would you be two weeks from now? Hopefully some people, if you all are listening, some of y'all will want to tune in in uh, less than an hour at our 11-11 meditation. You have an open invitation, but you have to go over and register so I can give you the call-in number. And uh, I really appreciate everybody that tuned in tonight. I want to give everybody a big round of applause. Makes the dream work. I couldn't have done it by myself, and I definitely have to chime in and agree with Dr. Dr. Nardi. The team is solid. So, I'm going to leave you all like that. Uh-oh. I thought I hit the music too fast. Uh, I'm going to leave everybody in uh, in celebration and in love as the way we came into the show. And, yes, it is a time for a celebration. This is Coach K signing out. Tomorrow night we do have... Queen Behavior Radio. Queen Behavior Radio at 10 o'clock. I'll see you soon. Peace.